It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. It was great. It's been a while since I felt all that excitement on a heading into a game. Handoff Brooks again, sweeping left. Puts his foot nice. to the ground, cuts it up. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Oklahoma. Out of the shotgun, Caleb Williams. He's got it. Back to pass. Looking left, lobs end zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops, touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You know, we saw with the defense they were in and they were going to come after Caleb and Coach Gundy said on the headphones, he said, Drake got to run a great route and win. As soon as they snapped the ball, Caleb looked that way, threw a great ball. Drake ran a great route and it was a touchdown. There's a play action. Deep drop. There it is. Caleb looking deep, lets it fly. Marvin behind the defense. Got it! Bam! Peter! Marvelous! Snap. Williams looks left. Throws left for Gray. Caught. Touchdown! And Oklahoma punches right back. They really were invested, came together, you know, as a team through some adversity and realized, you know, they're representing the Sooners and uh, played like Sooners. That's what we do. Comes forward, moves it straight ahead, onside kick, covered up by Jeremiah Hall. The Sooners recover and the officials have awarded them the football. Win column Sooners. Game over. Final score, the 2021 Valero Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma 47, and Oregon 32. Victory! Hey. Yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. No tequila bath. It's plain old Gatorade, <laughs> but uh, maybe there might be one later, but uh, anyhow. And they stay there, and they stay there, and they stay there, because all I do is win. Yes, it was. What a fun night. What a relaxing night. It was just a good time to kick back and watch OU football, which seems they've been a lot more stressful over these past several years, so to have the opportunity last night to be up. 30-3 at the half, realize that Bob Stoops is over there on the sideline. Everything about that was just um, was calming, and, and to me, man, it was just it was more evidence that the, the future has a chance to be really special for this OU football program, and, and I, I adamantly believe that, man. I, I think that there is a chance, and there is uncertainty with the SEC, but the future, and not just the long-term future, but the immediate future for OU, uh, with what with what they're about to do with this team in terms of discipline and development and strength and conditioning, I think this football program is going to look very different in a short amount of time. At I think least I hope. I think it's exciting, man. And already that Southeast recruiting push has started happening for Oklahoma. The other day, uh, Derek Williams Jr., who's out of New Iberia, Louisiana, 
another four-star safety that Oklahoma's offered. I think he's a six-foot-three safety, which, uh, yes. Hey, okay. Sign me up for that. Huh. But – Oklahoma keeps sending out these offers to uh, the kid from Washington, D.C., Florida offer, LS, uh, Louisiana offer, Georgia offer. I love that Oklahoma's already planting those roots. They haven't quite moved into the SEC yet, but that doesn't mean that they're not shopping around for real estate, Tyler. Yeah. We've been uh, enjoying talking about uh, this Alamo Bowl win last night, but let's not kid ourselves. We all know what the big story of the day is, and that's Caleb Williams' comments last night. Now, I'm not saying that this is always the most constructive way to, to go about things, but many times it is. And judging by the tone on the Air Comfort Solutions text line today, which have been a ton of text, there is, um, there's some nerves going on right now on the text line on what he's going to do based on what he said last night. And, you know, that's kind of where you and I are at. I would still, if I had to pick, say he comes back to OU, but it's it's probably more uncertain now than it's been throughout this entire process, right? At least it feels that way. A lot closer to 50-50, I think, at least in my mind, Dan. Probably the way I felt. Coming out of the podcast on the Prairie appearance for Caleb Williams, I thought, okay, no way. No way you decide to go on that podcast with your teammates, Jeremiah Hall and Braden Willis, unless you're pretty ironclad that you're coming back to Oklahoma. You don't go on there and talk about how special it was and you still get chills every time you think back to that comeback versus Texas. You don't do that if you're even thinking about there's some inkling you could leave Norman, Oklahoma, and not stick around and finish your career as a Sooner. Then then you fast forward to after last night when it was a really nice performance yeah. for Caleb Williams. Nothing happened in that game for OU offensively that you would leave it and say, okay, I could understand why there would be pause for Caleb Williams about wanting to stick around for OU. I mean, it was great. Cale uh, K- Gundy calls a fantastic football game. Kennedy Brooks runs wild. Eric Gray had a nice night. Marcus Major did some nice things late. Your pass catchers were tremendous. I mean, the future looks bright offensively for Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, Brandon Drum made a comment earlier today on the uh, um, Steel Man and Thune at Noon show. Mm-hmm. And I... <sighs> It sounds like maybe there's some concern that, all right, well, you come back to OU next year. Jeff Levy's coming in as the OC. What if he takes a head coaching job after year one? You'd have to learn a third different system in three years. And I I believe that's what Brandon said. Sorry if I'm I'm mixing that up. Uh, Apologies to him, but but I do believe that that's what he said. I I don't – I mean, sure, that's, that's a scenario potentially, but that's a scenario at pretty much any place that you go right now, man. And I I think that Jeff Levy isn't using the OU job just for a you know one-year stop to get a head coaching gig. He might have a great year this year and get an unbelievable coaching job that he can't turn down. That is a scenario that is on the table this season for sure. But I, I guess I just I have a hard time believing it'll come down to just that. They're afraid. Like, you're afraid that the offensive coordinator is so good that he might get a head coaching job? I want to go play for the OC that you think is so good that he might get a head coaching job elsewhere next season. Well, it's also directly tied to how well you play. Jeff Levy's not getting a great head coaching job if Oklahoma goes 9-3 and next season. Yeah, 
He's getting that type of job if Oklahoma's a Big 12 champion back in the college football playoff and Caleb Williams is a Heisman finalist. That's the scenario where Jeff Lebby's gone after one season. Yeah, um, totally agree with that. Hey, by the way, last night, I don't think that that was so much about Oregon just laying down and not wanting to play. I feel like OU earned that type of victory. I thought that they played really well in a lot of spots. Um, Really the only area they didn't play well uh, defensively against the run at times, not great. Uh, and, and then, of course, in the secondary, at times, not great either. But outside that, I, th- I thought Oregon showed up and at least gave off the vibe that they wanted to play hard. They kept battling the second half. So, oh, you won't get a whole lot of credit for this win nationally. And that that's, that's fine. I, I don't think that they should get a whole lot of credit for this win nationally. But I don't think that they got it last night just because Oregon laid down and, and that was it. You know what, and I tipped my cap to Oregon last night, and I'll do it again here. Credit to Anthony Brown. Credit to interim coach McClendon for playing the game. It would have been easy to use the COVID excuse and the opt-outs and injuries and transfers. We don't have enough uh, players to field a, a football team safely and not play the game, and I agree with you. Oregon wanted to win that game. They came out with the intention of trying to win that football game, and Oklahoma flat out played better than them in the first half and dominated the football game. If Oregon had any intention of just not being there and you know laying flat and just playing dead, then the second half wouldn't have played out the way it did for Oregon, where Oklahoma did have some lapses in defensive coverage, and Anthony Brown did beat you on some deep passes in that second half. So I give a credit to Oregon for sticking it out, playing the football game, and OU deserves their credit for simply dominating the first half. I sure hope ex-Florida head coach Dan Mullen um, sat around and watched that game last night and then watched the post-game press conferences for both teams because the, you know, crap load of excuses that he threw out last year was not thrown out last night by Brian McClendon or the Oregon football team. Um, I don't know why I veered off on that. It just makes me it makes me even angrier when Dan Mullen acted like a complete clown last year for those comments. Or Oregon had a similar situation and what did they do? A worse situation. They had some dignity. They had some pride about them. They respected the game and they actually showed up and played tough. Unlike the Florida Gators last year, who their head coach just made up a lot of excuses uh, and didn't take their whipping like a man. And then didn't walk into the postgame press conference, Coach Brian McClendon last night, using the excusinator 3,000, right? Yeah. Accepted the defeat, complimented the opponent, and moves on. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, text line, if Lebby goes in year two or three, Kale Gundy for OC, exclamation mark. Um, yeah, maybe at, at, at some point. Um, he put on a pretty good show last night. I don't necessarily think that that would happen. I think Kale's going to be at OU as long as he wants to be, and judging by the past, he's going to be here his entire career. But after Jeff Levy gets a head coaching job elsewhere, will Kale be the guy? I'm sure he'll get a look, but I, I wouldn't say that that's the most likely situation. But, man, that, that's, a, that's a long ways off to even talk about that. So I'll just leave it at... Kill Gundy did a miraculous job last night handling the offense and calling plays. He was he was awesome. Any chance that last night, though, creates a little fire in the belly for Kale Gundy to maybe try and take an opportunity elsewhere since I, I, I 
kind of tend to agree with you. I don't know that he'd be the OC at Oklahoma anytime in the near future. Well, not only that, and, and here's what the text line is asking, did Cale Gundy make himself more desirable to other teams as an OC with the no game doubt. that he called? Sure, and I, I don't think Ohio State would be calling Cale necessarily. Um, if Bill O'Brien leaves Alabama, that's probably not the direction either, but if Cale Gundy wants to go play, call plays somewhere at a college football program, I, I, I'm going to guess he has the contacts and he has the respect. He would have the ability to do so. But it seems to me like Cale just wants to be at OU. It wants to which, be in Norman. Yeah, which is great. I mean, you, you take that. A guy that has such familiarity with the program is, is invaluable, man. It really is, whether well, he's calling plays or not. You know, we've talked a lot about Bob Stoops and his contributions for this 2022 class for Oklahoma, but hey, Cale Gundy, right there toward the top of the list for keeping this thing together in that respect as well. I sure hope you're right. However, with his dad having the football training facility in Washington, D.C., I would imagine he's pushing for Caleb to go to a more traditional pro-style offense like a Georgia or Alabama. Well, why is he doing that now instead of his initial recruitment? Yeah, I don't know that you know that's I mean? a factor. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so either. I, I don't think that's a factor. Future is dim if Caleb Williams leaves. I don't think so. Guys, Caleb Williams is not the first good quarterback to ever come through OU. Like, look, at the, look at the number of Heisman winners. Uh, Jalen Hurts was a, a guy that we rarely talk about, was a Heisman ru- runner-up. Yeah, next year might. The expectations might be tempered quite a bit. I won't be picking OU to win the Big 12 if, if yeah, he leaves. Yeah, maybe, but like the future of the program does not totally hinge on Caleb Williams' decision. OU will find, especially nowadays with the transfer portal and how that's used, OU will be just fine with or without Caleb Williams. They'll be okay. It changes the outlook for 2022. It doesn't yeah, change. Sure. It doesn't change the long-term outlook for Oklahoma. Which, to me, if if that happens, then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, how about the 2020? I I don't know what quarterbacks are really left out there in this 2022 signing class, but all of a sudden, you might start looking at signing. You know, another guy here in this 2022 class to go along with Nick Evers. I, I don't know. It's certainly in the 23 class. Then all of a sudden, now you're you're very much in the mix for some high-profile guys all of a sudden. We'll lose a lot more players if Caleb Williams leaves. I don't – like this thought that there's going to be a mass exodus some offensively. Some skill guys. I, I, and I don't even know – maybe it's not even plural. Like Marvin Mims has made a comment to where, okay, it sounds like it's heavily dependent – on if he comes back based upon what Caleb Williams Farouk, does. Farouk, based on his relationship, would make sense. But, like, may, maybe we're just, like, I just don't think four or five offensive players are going to leave if Caleb Williams doesn't come back. I, I still think you're going to have a nice collection of skill talent next year, regardless of who the quarterback is next season. I, I, Theo Weiss, does he come back or no? The fact that he opted back in after all of that, I mean, tells me that he would be back. Um, again, like, the same thing is true for Caleb Williams as it is for the rest of the guys. Like, this is still going to be a really good offensive system, all right? And and maybe you don't have as good of a quarterback as Caleb Williams running the show next year, but guess what, man? Jeff Levy has one hell of a track record at UCF, at Ole Miss, where he was calling the plays, where he was running the offense. OU is still going to be a really good system for offensive players. So I'm just not buying that four and five guys are going to leave if Caleb Williams is out the door. No, I, I, I would tell them the same thing. Like, I would stay... Because the situation here is still going to be really good for you as a wide receiver or a running back or wherever else you play. 
That would be an interesting saga to follow with Theo Weiss. If Caleb Williams does ultimately decide to go elsewhere, then do you have to come back and say, yeah, uh, I said I was committed to finishing here, but I'm actually I'm out too. Selfishly would love to have Caleb Williams back. Most definitely seems to be a guy that can lead Oklahoma to another national championship. With that said, here we are 30 days later, and he doesn't know if he wants to be here. Definitely not a sooner-born, sooner-bred type of guy. In the words of BV, we will win with the guys that want to be here, end quotes. And that's kind of what I asked you earlier is, you know, is the fan base getting to a point now where no one was, I don't want to say nobody was loved more than Caleb Williams during the season, but his approval rating was pretty high with the fan base. Well, and I think he's... I just wonder if that's starting to turn a little bit with, with all this. No doubt. It, it, like I told you earlier, I think as soon, if it happens, as soon as he puts his name in the transfer portal, he's lost something with this fan base. And I told you last night that the longer this thing goes, the 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 less stock he loses with this fan base, Tyler. And he could really – he could have learned something from the quarterback that came before him in Spencer Rattler. This fan base is going to get turned off. If name, image, and likeness is one of your primary oh, focuses, yeah. Yeah. that worked against Spencer Rattler. It's yeah. part of the reason Spencer Rattler got booed the way Spencer Rattler did. Now, for anybody that follows now, it helps that Spencer Rattler kind of was uh, – he was the first to take the bullets from the fan base, right? He was the first guy to really get the endorsement deals from name, image, and likeness. And I I do think that that kind of goes away. It It's not quite as pronounced maybe moving forward because you're sure. not the first guy that got the big deal, whatever. But listen, you're not, not going to be – it's not going to be well-received from the fan base if that's your first priority. And for Caleb Williams – there's been a golden opportunity that's been missed here to just come right out and say, no, I'm committed to being here at Oklahoma. You would have been the fan favorite in this fan base. It was ready to ride with you yeah. through thick and thin, good or bad, based on making that decision with Oklahoma. And, and yep. now that's that's out the window. That's been lost. Yeah. Uh, I feel the ref text line needs a Xanax and a swirl from the Mont in the worst way. Hey, if you want to bring a swirl from the Mont by here to uh, the station. Yeah, you can order those to go. By all means, please. Okay, we've got less than two hours until we hit a three-day New Year's vacation. I would love to send the show out in style today with a uh, swirl from the Mont. God, that sounds so good. I wish they wouldn't have brought that up because I'm crazy yeah, right I th- now. We could handle that. We got, what, a buck and a half to go? No big yeah. deal. I feel like the big story is Teddy being missing. Have you received a ransom note? Everyone's uh, making jokes that he's in the portal. Teddy may be in the radio portal for all, all I know. I Guys, legitimately, I have not heard from him today. Um, I we are operating under the assumption that he is not going to join the show today. <laughs> fair I, assumption. It's four twenty-two right now in the afternoon. That's a pretty fair assumption. I I got no I got no clue where where he's at or what he's doing or what's going on. And I don't think anyone from the station has heard from him today. So it must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. I think it's just you and I that really care about this situation anyways. Yeah, yeah. Air Cover Solutions text line 651-3439. We'll talk more Alamo Bowl, Caleb Williams, and everything else Sooners. Coming up next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans next. Statewide home for Sooner fans is the Ref Sports Radio Network. 1400 AM and 99.3 FM in Norman. 94.7 FM in Oklahoma City. 1430 AM in Tulsa and 97.3 FM in Weatherford.
Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Holland. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Yeah, I remember. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. What a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Your sexiness comes through the radio. It's just all around. The package is fantastic. <laughs> T-Row and T.J. on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Looking for your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighbors and let Signature Custom Pools help you design the perfect poolside paradise. Their trusted design can transport you into your own Mystic Falls, suburban sanctuary, or countryside retreat. Settle into an endless vacation. Entertain your family and friends and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. How about some new Sooner gear for the new year? You will find it all at Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Jerry and Libby would like to say thank you to our many loyal customers. Basketball season is in full swing, and you can support the Sooners with a new shirt, hat, or maybe a jacket to keep you nice and warm. With OU baseball and softball just around the corner, they have just what you need for a game or just saying, I am a Sooner fan. The selection of Oklahoma merchandise is second to none, and you will find some unique items that you won't find anywhere else. Look at our new OU recliner covers or some framed photos of OU heroes. Maybe you need a new Sooner flag or license plate frame, or maybe an OU coffee mug for mom or dad. You will find great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Game Day Couture, and others with sizes from infant through adult. Go to Balfour or shop online at crimsonbrow.com, where you will find everything Sooner. The staff of Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. 
Call us today at 405-321-6000. What do you want people to know about the future of Oklahoma football? Where's Coach Venables at? Let them through. I'm going to tell you right now. Sooner land isn't going anywhere. We're actually going to keep climbing. I promise you. You worked with Coach Venables for many years. What is Sooner Nation getting in a head coach? They're getting a guy with passion, the guy that loves the game, guy that loves his players, and a, and a winner. They're getting a winner, a champion guy. Congratulations, Coach. couldn't help it. You were smiling from ear to ear when that came back on. It, it gets really, me pumped, awesome. dude. Yeah, I mean, it should get you pumped. But that that's also the thing that, like, in this moment right now, we're still all excited. We're kind of still off the high of last night's game and seeing Brent Venables and Jerry Smith there on the sidelines, which, you know, did something to a lot of people. But now you're like, well, we got, like, Nine more months till we get to see this team play again. Last night was so fun and so enjoyable. Even if it was in an exhibition game, I, I wish we could see this team play a real game, a meaningful game, uh, before the month of September. But uh, that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah, I wish they'd rework the spring a little bit to where there was something, something a little more than just the spring games. I know people have kicked those ideas around, but you know how it is. Everybody's way too scared of somebody getting hurt for something cool to happen in the spring. Looking uh, way too much into the future, you know, a lot of OU, it, it was an impressive turnout of OU fans last night at the Alamo Bowl, wasn't it? And the OU fans that were there, they were loud, they were rowdy, and they stayed until the very end because they wanted to show their appreciation for Bob Stoops. Well, the excitement is is going to be there. The excitement that's that's here now um, it's going to be there when OU finally kicks the ball off in September. And you know that's really kind of the first time that the entirety of the fan base is going to be able to show their excitement for Brent Venables. I bet the um, the season opener next year, even though it's against like, who UTEP next season, that's actually going to be a pretty fun atmosphere for game one of the Brent Venables era, you know? Just 247 days or it. eight months and four days or – 35 weeks and two days, or just 5,928 hours away. I like that one. I, I like going by the hours a lot more. 5,000 hours, basically, is what I got. It's close to six. Okay, so close to 6,000 hours. All right. I just want to freeze myself in time for September, okay? Can we make that happen? That's that's how jacked up I am for the 2022 season. Me too, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great era. And I agree with Bob Stoops. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a championship-winning era, and I'm not talking Big 12 championships. I'm Woo! talking big boy championships. How about that? Big boy championships coming back to Norman OK. Multiple. According to Josh Helmer. I like that a lot. Air Conference Solutions text line says, basically, does Caleb Williams want to be remembered alongside Muleshoe and Durant, or would he rather be remembered alongside Russ? OU is going to be great no matter what he chooses. Um... <laughs> What's the reaction if Caleb Williams leaves and he joins Muleshoe at USC? 
Oh, he'll be hated. He'll be hated. All of that goodwill from last night saying, I freaking love this OU fan base, this OU family. I mean, that's okay. Well, OU family, OU fan base doesn't love you anymore. Will everyone be like, uh, yeah, well, that 28-7 comeback against Texas wasn't really all that cool now that I think about it. It wasn't it, all It will that lose great. some of the luster, sure, because the chief, uh, you know, the, the chief author of it will, will have turned his back on you. Uh, this one says, y'all listened to Brandon Drum today on the station. Yes, I did. He said NIL deal won't come into his decision. Okay, then what is it? It's it's been a month. If it's not nil driven, th- then what's the decision to be had? Does he just want to go through the entire recruiting process again? Um, because he can go anywhere that he wants. I still contend this is the best situation for him, but he can go anywhere that he wants. I just I guess I have a hard time believing it's not at least partially nil driven. Because if it's not, I don't I don't know what else it could be. And I believe what Brandon Drum was. Rep- can I say reporting what he said earlier on the station to Steel Steelman, which was they've had a name image likeness deal and they've waited to either ink it or announce it because they didn't want to be a distraction this season for Oklahoma. I listen, that that's on good authority. That's from Brandon Drum. I know how connected he is with the Williams family. I, I'm sure that's the case. But to me, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not still listening to other offers or wanting to listen to other offers over the next next week, week and a half. Do you think since Caleb hasn't committed to OU, does it mean he hasn't bought in 100% to the program? Does that mean he wouldn't put team first? No, not at all. He stayed around for the bowl game. He was a great teammate. Like he's he'll. I'm not going to use this as an opportunity to slam Caleb Williams. I still, still think he's a good teammate and a great player, but he's got a decision to make. Right, and hopefully he makes it, you know, rather quickly. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's any sort of if he even if he leaves, I, I don't think it's an indictment of the type of teammate that he can be wherever he's at. Twitter Sean says, "Now hear me out. What if the plan all along was for Caleb to leave right after Lincoln? They've discussed it, but in seeing what happened with Lincoln when he left, Lincoln told Caleb to look as good as he can before bouncing out to Cali." Shrug face emoji. <laughs> there's a lot of people that have wondered that or kind of speculated that, that there, there's maybe something to that. We'll see. I mean, if he winds up at USC, I don't think there's any doubt that that was sort of the plan and what took place. I may end up looking like an idiot for this one. Um, and, and, if, and if so, please uh, call me out on it. If he goes elsewhere, I, just, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be USC. I it's really, the I worst really option. It is. Lincoln Riley's a – a great offensive mind, and I get what he's achieved. Touchdown Boilers, by the way. But it's that's the worst option on the table for Caleb Williams. I mean, there's better programs he can go to that aren't – and I'm not saying these programs are better than OU. There's better programs than U- USC out there that Caleb Williams can go to if it's not Oklahoma. Did Caleb Williams struggle – when he struggled this year at times, it was um, at least partially due to – Offensive line play, right? Yes. Offensive line play didn't always help him out. <laughs> if, if you don't want a similar situation, it, I mean, dare I say worse situation, go out to USC and that might be a worse situation next year. I, I'm dead serious, man. That's a 4-8 and eight football team. That is not a team that is ready to win next year. USC is going to continue to have and fight an uphill battle next year, okay? 
Um, it's not a program that's ready to win right now. They'll get some guys in the portal and all that, sure, but a 4-8 and eight team is a 4-8 and eight team. And not all 4-8 and eight teams are created equal, by the way. They didn't go 4-8 and eight in the mighty SEC with Alabama, Georgia, and some other good programs in there. They went 4-8 and eight in the crap Pac-12 that was the worst Power 5 conference in college football again this year. Okay, That's a sign of a really bad program. They're in bad shape right now. You're 100% right. It's the worst option on the table. One thing's for certain, though, he wouldn't have to worry about the offensive coordinator leaving after one season. All <laughs> right. I remember when we won a natty with a no-name quarterback. Okay, there you go. Yes. Oh, you won a national championship with Josh Heupel out of Snow Junior College. They won a Big 12 championship with Hibble. They won a Big 12 championship with Hibble. They won a Big 12 championship with Paul Thompson, who had just moved from wide receiver a few months prior. Oh, you will be okay. Caleb Williams... Ralph Rucker, uh, whoever the Micah quarterback Bowen. is, uh, uh, <laughs> OU will win games next year in the Big 12. You know, I, I hate to say regardless of who it is, but OU has proven time and time again that they'll be fine. No one in college football in the past 20 years has had the run of quarterbacks that OU has. And that's not going to end just because Muleshoe left town or Caleb Williams might put his name in the transfer portal. And I think that this is still a little bit too premature. Like, I don't think that we need to get to the freakout stage yet. Like, I, I think that we need to sit around and talk about this, sure, but I still think that there's a, a, a really good chance that he comes back next year, and that's how I'm going to operate from the time being. So, if Caleb Williams leaves, Micah Bowens, I mean, would he be in the mix? He, he didn't seem like he was much of a factor at quarterback in any way, shape, or form this year, but would with a new coaching staff... Any chance that changes? I, I, no. I mean, he was, what, the fourth string? Yeah, he was the fourth string quarterback this year. Ralph Rucker beat him out. Not really, man. I, I Maybe he could have a chance to be a backup or, or, you know, number two guy, but starter? No, not really. I think I'm, a lot of things would have to happen. Pretty less than inspiring that I mean, it Ralph, played out the way it did for Ralph him. Rucker is likely your starter over him if it comes to that. Right. And probably Nick Evers as well. I mean, I think so, too. I'm just... Yeah, Just no. asking the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he he is an option to have on the roster, but as a, a realist realistic option for a starter, it's didn't really hear much about him this season. That he's you know he was doing some nice things. I mean, it was damning that he was the fourth stringer this year. Sure, six five one thirty four thirty nine. Keep it rolling on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. You guys are blowing it up today, man. And I'm looking for every reason to move off the Caleb Williams discussion, even though it's the biggest story of the day. But you guys are killing it with text on the text line, so as long as you keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them right here. It is a Thursday. A reminder, we will be off tomorrow for the holiday weekend. Three-day weekend coming up for us, and uh, we'll be back with you on Monday, ready to kind of have a deep dive into the OU basketball season and what the offseason looks like for the Sooners as well. But until then... Keep the text line humming, 651-3439. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer, more to come next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. You're simply the best. Happy New Year from all of us here at Riverwind. Come kick off 2022 in the best way. With a big win on the best new game. Don't miss our $80,000 Rockin' and Reelin' giveaway. With five-time ventures, Mondays and Tuesdays. 
This might just be your best year yet. You're simply this season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. Oklahoma gymnastics season is back, and we can't wait to see all of our fans in McCaslin Fieldhouse once again. Coach Mark Williams and his squad kick off their home season January 22nd against Air Force. You can also catch home meets this year against Nebraska, Ohio State, and Cal. Season tickets and single meet tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. At Boyce Security Systems, your protection is our priority. We are locally owned and operated and have been serving the Norman and Metro area since 1982. We have never and will never have any contracts to burden you or your family with. We have custom security and automation systems that we offer as well as home and business camera systems. Please give us a call at 405-360-4224 and get the first three months of monitoring free. Boyd Security Systems, your protection is our priority. Visit BoydSecurityAlarms.com for more information. Ahoy mate, this is Tyler McComas from The Rush. Have you been sailing the seven seas in search of your favorite liquor? Drop anchor. Captain Jack's is a nice, relaxed, laid-back liquor store on Northeast 12th Street. They have a vast selection of liquor, beer, and wine in their 3,000 square foot storefront. Stop by and check out the ocean-painted floor and boat-shaped cash register. With the holidays just around the bend, right now is the perfect time to sail by and stock up for your holiday and family gatherings. Weigh anchor and hoist the mizzen to Captain Jack's Wine, Rum, and Spirits in Norman, 2400 Northeast 12th Avenue on the corner of Rock Creek and 12th. I'm Noble McIntyre at McIntyre Law. We have over 100 years of experience fighting for Oklahomans injured in automobile or semi-truck accidents. Distracted driving is an epidemic. According to government studies, there are 1.6 million accidents each year caused by distracted driving while using cell phones. One in four of all crashes now involve texting and driving. If you have been injured and want to know more about your rights, call us at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. There is no such thing as a traditional life. Therefore, there should be no such thing as a traditional funeral. The staff at Primrose is able to help you plan all aspects of a celebration of your life. From food and beverage, to special music, and even setting up Dad's railroad collection, the staff was there to think of every detail. I encourage you to call today and let the professionals at Primrose help you and your family. Call 321-6000. Cavens Construction Group bringing you hour number three of The Rush. They're specializing in facilities maintenance and residential roofing. 
Give Cavens a call today, 405-573-3048 or CavensConstruction.com. Semifinal games coming up this weekend. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I hope that there's at least one good game because that's not necessarily what always happens come playoff semifinal time. I do expect Bama to roll Cincinnati in the early game, but I think Michigan could hang tough with Georgia, right? Dax, Nightcap should be good. Dax Hill um, is questionable for the game, and I don't even think that he's in Miami right now, which would be a big loss for Michigan. I'm going to take Georgia by Tim, but I, I, I'm hoping that this isn't – I'm hoping Georgia doesn't revert back to the dominant team that we saw in the regular season. Right, now that there's no Alabama in pucker-up factor. Yeah. I think Cincinnati's going to make some plays versus Alabama. I, I I think Alabama will cover the 13 and win fairly comfortably, but I don't think it's just going to be some 52-10 to 10 type football well, it, game. Well, it, it's hard to evaluate what we think of Alabama coming into this game because on one hand, the best performance maybe of any team that we've seen this year was just that. Alabama kind of running Georgia out of the stadium sure. in Atlanta in the SEC championship Bryce game. Young securing the Heisman in the process. Our last, it's the last thing we remembered about Alabama. But if you look at the entire resume from this year, this was as gettable as an Alabama team as, as we've seen in a while. Could man. have lost to LSU. Should have lost to Auburn. Uh, Florida, that was a close game early on in the season. Um, did lose at Texas A&M, of course. So it... It's hard to not go off what you've recently seen from them. And this is playoff time. This is normally when Bama plays its best football of the year, so you have to factor that in. And I, I guess I'm just going to assume that with this long layoff and, and time to get practices in and develop, that Bama is more closely going to resemble what they showed in the SEC championship game rather than what we saw against LSU, A&M, or Florida. Just and, to, I, you know. and I worry about a program like Cincinnati with the weight of the expectations being the first power uh, group of five school to join power five programs in this college football playoff. That's a lot of pressure and expectations there in for Alabama. It's been there, done that we expect to be here. And I do think that's a factor to some degree. I think Utah's beating Ohio state in the Rose bowl. I think uh, Utah plays a tough physical brand of football I think Ohio State's like, eh, I mean, cool, Rose Bowl, whatever. Well, it's they, a disappointment for them. They've had all these players opt out. Um, the Ohio State fans have opted out of this game. How many tickets did they end up returning? Um, they ended up they, – they returned 7,000 of their 20,000 allotment, which is crazy for the Rose Bowl, you know, and how big of a deal that is to a Big Ten fan base. Saving that cash for next season. I think Utah's going to win. I am, uh, I'm going with Notre Dame in a close win over Oklahoma State. I think that's going to be a low-scoring game. Just can't trust Spencer Sanders after um, – I mean, if we want to go from, you know, the last game that we've seen from teams, boy, Spencer Sanders had his worst game of his career. Yeah, you know, I think I told you last week that I was picking Oklahoma State, and I'm starting to flip-flop here. Really because I think Marcus Freeman's going to have a similar effect that Bob Stoops had on Oklahoma's locker room. The the give-a-rip factor I thought would be, and I still do think, is really high for Oklahoma State in this game and for Mike Gundy. This is their chance to close what has been a memorable season for the Cowboys. It was disappointing with what happened in the, the Big 12 championship game coming up inches short, literally inches short of winning that thing over Baylor. And yet... You know, Notre Dame, I, I think, because of Coach Freeman, 
they'll be highly motivated themselves to win that game. That has a chance to me to be arguably we look back and outside of maybe the national championship game when, uh, of course, Alabama and Georgia rematch. I I think that has a chance to be one of the games we talk about being the best of bowl season. And I'm starting to think that, yeah, yeah, Notre Dame's maybe going to win that thing. It's going to be a weird – if Oklahoma State loses, it's going to be a weird feeling for them going into the offseason because you know – Beat Oklahoma State and – beat Oklahoma, excuse me, in Bedlam, which was, of course, huge. Your first Big 12 championship game, but it's probably going to be more about how close you were to – accomplishing more than you know what than what you actually did and any Oklahoma State fan would have taken this season before the year kicked off but it's still like dang like there was still it's probably a somber feeling because you were so close and then it's not well we'll get them back next year they're losing a lot of players from this year's football they they have to win that game for for this to feel like a great season ending with back-to-back close losses would yeah, would leave us out. And, and I don't disagree that Oklahoma State and Notre Dame could turn into, hey, maybe that was the best bowl game all season long. I Outside think, of the playoffs, I think I think Baylor and Ole Miss has a chance to be that game too. I I, I think that's going to be a fun. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be an up and down type of football game, but you've got two different mentalities as a football team. Ole Miss wants to go, man. They are an up tempo type of football team. Baylor wants to kind of win games with their defense, so kind of a collision of styles, and we know who's going to be calling plays for Ole Miss in that game, Jeff Levy. It's going to be interesting to look at the yeah. by-market ratings for that game. That's going sure. to be a highly watched game in Oklahoma City. I, I definitely think I, – I, I I'm going to be tuned into that big time. It's one of my more anticipated games of the entire weekend. I think Ole Miss is going to win. I think it's going to be a close game, fun game, exciting game, but I'm going to take Ole Miss uh, to win in the Sugar over Baylor. And Baylor will bring, like, 2,000 fans there. We need Levy to, to show out, right? I mean, it would be a pretty good sign. You know, it, honestly, even though it has probably no factor at all in the Caleb future, Williams? it would, uh, I, I wasn't going to go there, but it does add to the excitement level going into next year if he puts up a lot of points on Baylor. Hang a 50 burger on I him? mean, seriously. I mean, whether that is actually a factor or not and, you know, what he accomplishes at OU, like, yeah, I, People will be even more excited, like, dang, it's the first time we've really sat down and said, okay, let's see how Jeff Levy calls the game. And if he puts up a, t- a, t- a ton of points on Baylor, it's like, okay, let's go. And I can certainly confirm this. Guys like you and I will be spending all oh, spring and summer yeah, talking about that. I got that. four hours a day to fill an entire offseason. You best bet. Did you see you that performance bet. versus Baylor? You best bet. That game will uh, be talked about this offseason. I assure you of that. Uh, Teddy texted in and said he's going to be here for the final hour. Nice. So we'll see. We'll see if that's the case. It's like a, it's like a final hour of vacation for yeah. me. <laughs> Regardless, we'll close up hour number three coming up next. More to come right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Your statewide home for Sooner fans is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Fourteen hundred AM and ninety nine point three FM in Norman. Ninety four point seven FM in Oklahoma City. Fourteen thirty AM in Tulsa and 97.3 FM in Weatherford. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. Because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman.
Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167 or see their work on vhfence.com. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. All of a sudden, he's the star, and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song, and that's it. Nobody cares about him anymore. It's all about Rudolph. That's true. I want to know, like, after this, what has happened to Donner and Blitzen and Vixen and all those guys. It's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. (laughs) T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. The ref. Sports Radio Network. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and her great staff would like to thank their loyal customers and wish everyone a happy holiday. Speaking of holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with their great selection and most of all prices. If you're heading to a Christmas party, check out their Bud Light Ugly Sweater 12-pack for just $15.69. So do what I do and head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda Street right here in Norman or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. Happy holidays from Joe's Wines and Spirits. You've weighed your options and decided that building your next home is the right move for you and your family. Congratulations from Alliance Bank. We love to help you celebrate and get on your way to picking out new paint colors and tile as fast as possible. Give us a call at our Norman office, 405-286-5750. Again, that number is 405-286-5750. And let's discuss what construction loan option is best for you. This is Teddy Lehman, OU football color analyst and on-air personality for The Rush. Walden Cleaners is taking the health and safety of our employees and customers very serious. Those things include employees regularly washing hands, hands-free payment options, and free home pickup and delivery options. The Walden family has been providing dry cleaning services to the city of Norman since 1933. Stop by one of our three locations and ask about the Walden's Reward Program. And remember, your clothes never leave Norman. How about some new Sooner gear for the new year? You will find it all at Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Jerry and Libby would like to say thank you to our many loyal customers. Basketball season is in full swing, and you can support the Sooners with a new shirt, hat, or maybe a jacket to keep you nice and warm. With OU baseball and softball just around the corner, they have just what you need for a game or just saying, I am a Sooner fan. The selection of Oklahoma merchandise is second to none, and you will find some unique items that you won't find anywhere else. Look at our new OU recliner covers or some framed photos of OU heroes. Maybe you need a new Sooner flag or license plate frame, or maybe an OU coffee mug for mom or dad. You will find great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Game Day Couture, and others with sizes from infant through adult. Go to Balfour or shop online at crimsonbrow.com, where you will find everything Sooner. 
What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. Rush brought to you by Cavens Construction Group right here in Norman, but they can help you out in the Tulsa area as well. Uh, I know Gary was uh, up in the Tulsa area kind of doing some things earlier this week, so this applies to you Tulsa peeps as well. Cavens Construction Group, they're specializing in facilities maintenance and residential roofing. Give them a call today, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048, or check them out, cavensconstruction.com. Let's hit some uh, text before we get out of here for hour number three. Las Vegas Sooner says, Good afternoon, fellas. Good per- afternoon. Perhaps I missed this, but I loved Coach Venable's comment about wearing out Oregon. Come on, that was great. Is it me, or shouldn't this be getting a little bit more attention? Happy New Year. Venables deserves all of the attention, I would agree, but just kind of, I think, got overshadowed by Caleb Williams finally talking with the media for the first time, and obviously just the general excitement for Bob Stoops to get the type of send-off that Bob Stoops deserved. You know, before last night, it was just abrupt. Bob Stoops, it was a surprise when he decided to retire, and, you know, last night was the it was the official send-off for Sooner Nation. So, you know, naturally kind of those two took the headlines. Joe Bob says, with Kennedy Brooks opting out and exiting to the NFL, where does he stack up all-time at Oklahoma? I hate to – this is a tough spot because he just opted out. He's played his last game as a Sooner. Uh, he had a bowl record last night. He's been an awesome teammate from everything that I can tell. He probably won't stack up that high. Now, I, that's mostly because OU has a list of running backs that is unrivaled in college football. But the reality is we'll remember Kennedy Brooks is a nice player, but not an Adrian Peterson or DeMarco Murray or Billy Sims. or Behind you know, Pirine? Yeah. 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 Behind Mixon? In terms of overall talent, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Quentin Griffin behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) We can go on if you'd like. No, I know. And I'm – listen, Kennedy Brooks was a hell of a running back. He's 800-some-odd yards shy of breaking the all-time mark. He could have come back and broken it if he wanted to next season, barring, you know, obviously an injury, but – one of four guys ever with three 1,000-yard rushing seasons yeah. at OU, but the hi- history of that position is just – it's rich here. Chuck says, how many will Schmitty run off? Well, that's a great question, Chuck, and that's the uh, that's what we're all waiting to, to hear come uh, January or February. I'm hoping – I think we're all hoping that – I don't know. What are we hoping? If the number's extremely high, are we like, yes, it's working, let's go? Or if the number's low, or is it like, dang it, it's not the same old maybe Smitty he doesn't, anymore? Maybe he doesn't got it anymore. Are we quantifying how, how awesome Smitty coming back is by how many guys enter into the portal, or what? We need like some late spring exits, right? That's kind of what we're looking for here. Um, Chuck, there, there, there are going to be some guys that enter into the portal for what's about to happen. They may not know it right now, but... It'll, it'll 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 happen. Lives are about to change. 
Some for the better, others for the worse. I'm here for it. Final hour of the rush coming up next, right here on the Homeless Sooner Fans. every day then join an unlimited club at oki express auto wash and if you sign up right now your first month is just 10 bucks at oki express auto wash now with 12 metro locations sports talk 1400 am kref norman moore oklahoma city and 99.3 fm k257 da the ref sports radio network